Today's Pasha portion, Ha'azinu, is one chapter long. Deuteronomy 32. Ha'azinu literally means give air, and it's an expression that means listen to this. As stated in Pasha Bayalech, God commanded Moses to write a song that would be a witness for God against the Israel. The song is poetic, and, is clear, and it clearly states what will happen when Israel strays from him. The song begins with, Give air, O heavens, and I will speak. Let the earth hear the words of my mouth. May my teaching trickle like rain, my speech distill like dew, like gentle rain on new grass, like showers on tender plants. For I will proclaim Adonai's name, ascribe greatness to our God. The rock, blameless is his work, indeed all his ways are just. God is faithfulness without iniquity. Righteous is righteous and upright is he. Did it corrupt him? No. The blemish is his children's, a generation crooked and twisted. Is this how you pay back Adonai, O foolish, unwise people? Isn't he your father who ransomed you? He made you and established you. The section reminds B'nai Israel that they were found by God in the wilderness, in the void. They were specially chosen by the Lord out of all the nations to be his inheritance. God surrounded Israel, cared for him, and guarded him as the people of his eye. This portion paints a picture of a loving father, and it ends with the observation that Adonai alone guided B'nai Israel, and there were no foreign gods with them. But after that, life got easy for Israel, and they decided they didn't need to follow Adonai because life was good. So they abandoned their loving father. They angered him with abominations. They went after other gods and sacrificed to non-gods they had never known. And they ignored the one who birthed them. At this point in the story, God is very displeased as one could imagine. He says he will hide his face from them and heap all kinds of calamities, famine, plague, pestilence, the like. This part of the song is very diagrammatic because at this point God is he is telling them all the things that he's going to do. It says, For fire has ignited in my nostrils. It will burn Sheol beneath, devour the earth and her produce, and scorch the foundations of the mountains. The final part of the discourse is that Israel, if Israel were wise, they would realize that Hashem is sovereign over all things. There is no future in getting out from under his care and protection. Being angry and spurned, Father Adonai says, how can you chase a thousand to put ten thousand to fight unless the rock had sold them and Adonai had handed them over? Using sarcasm to make a point, God suggests that when disaster falls on Israel, they should call on their gods who they ate the fat of their sacrifices and drank the wine of their libations to rescue them, which of course is useless. This song and its events conclude on a hopeful note with Adonai saying, See now that I am he. There are no gods besides me. I bring death and give life. I have wounded, but I will heal, and none can rescue from my hand. God says he will yet again avenge the blood of his servants, return vengeance on his foes, and atone for the land of his people. Israel always remains the people of Zion. All these words were spoken in the ears of the people assembled before Moses and Joshua. Moses knows that the time is at hand, and his last effort, he urges them to put in in their hearts all of the words that he says. So you may command your children to obey Torah, because it is your life. Ha'azinu concludes on a bittersweet note. It says, on that very day, God told Moses to go up to Mount Nebo, in the land of Moab, facing Jericho, to see the land of Canaan. Then, be gathered to your people. 
He reminds Moses that he, just like Aaron, had been prevented from entering the land as God originally intended, because they did not treat God as holy before Benaziah. Moses struck the rock instead of speaking to it, as God had commanded. But it really goes to show us how forgiving God is towards us when we make mistakes and don't honor him like we should. Ha'avu is my botanist's proportion that I have chanted since I was 12. Um, each time I read this passage, I glean something different from it. This time I was really interested in the picture it paints between parents and children. It's no secret that children can do foolish things and could get themselves or somebody else hurt. And hopefully the majority of parents would give warnings against something that was potentially harmful in a way that can't be undone. Like when your parents tell you not to drive without a seatbelt or not to touch a stove when the burner is on. This entire song is God pleading with his children to listen to him because he knows what will happen if they don't. But it's also us witnessing Ben Israel completely ignore his instructions in favor of a method that may seem to work in the short term but will not have much fruit in the long term. It's like when you hear parents talking about their child's rebellious teen years, where they fall off the wagon a bit, get into trouble, and then come back to their senses. But even though countless times of not listening to their father's warnings, they finally do come back after a bunch of things going wrong. And Adonai once again takes them under his wing and guides them. All this being said, that doesn't mean parents always are always right, and it doesn't mean that children are always wrong. But the point is that we need to be willing to forgive. Growth can only happen when we learn to forgive, and this is something that parents are always doing for us. And it's something we need to do for our parents as well, just as Adonai did for his children, and as he continually does for us. 